Pacquiao, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday, series Sunday, the day of the week where we talk all about one series and one series only. Chock full of spoilers. So if you have not watched the show, uh, listen to us anyways or stop listening and go watch the show. Uh, yeah. You got anything else? That's all I got. Honestly, <laughs> this show is the reason that there wasn't a series Sunday last week. Yes. Uh, because we thought that the final episode was going to air last week. The trials and tribulations. And then it didn't. And then we didn't have a backup because you still, because I'm still on my bad roommate agenda. I am still trying to be allowed to talk about God for an hour straight. <laughs> and you still hadn't watched it. So, like, we couldn't even replace it with something else. And True. then this this episode wasn't going to come out in time for this weekend either. So I finally won my bad roommate <laughs> agenda war. And I like got you to rewatch it. And like we were going to record it. And then it got announced that this episode was airing like the final episode. And we were like, well, obviously we have to like we have to do Gap because this is the show we've been waiting to do. Yeah. And so I was like, I have yet again lost out on the opportunity, probably like in everyone's benefit <laughs> to talk about God for an hour. Anyways. We have been, uh, all of this uh, is to say, yes. it's been a very long journey to get here. We're talking about Gap. If you didn't read the description, description. you didn't, you just were like, ah, oh, yes, a new Let's Talk BL episode. I must listen immediately without reading. I mean, I <laughs> literally like, no one. <laughs> I feel like Renee, at least. <laughs> Shout out, Renee. <laughs> Y'all, we're talking about Gap, which is so fun because we have our Gap gear on. Mm-hmm. As someone who worked at the Gap in college, this was this was a fun little throwback. We're talking our first GL today. Is yeah. let's talk GL. We have been waiting so long for a GL. Oh my god, we should have changed the intro. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. <laughs> and this is let's talk GL, a girls love podcast. Cute. Uh, yeah, we've been waiting so long for a GL. I feel like it makes sense that the one of the like founding fathers of bl saint mm-hmm. would lead the charge i was when they first announced the show i was so excited i love yeah. becky yeah and i really like becky and freen together i really like their okay. dynamic i really love freen i really really like freen yeah. and then this show t- i feel like took forever to get yeah it, maybe it just felt like it took a long time yeah I feel like, also, I really liked the conversations that were had around GL. Like, Saint felt like the right person to to kind of usher this in. Right. Because I remember them interviewing him, like, the media in Thailand, and being like, you know, how, why GL? Like, what is what is the point? Like, all these kind of, the questions that you get when you start to introduce something new. And he's like, I just want to show stories of people that we have in the world. Like, I want to represent everybody. And we've had BL for so long. It's time to do something new and different. And I think we saw that with the excitement around Milk and Love in Bad Buddy. As big as Bad Buddy was, you you heard just as many people talking about Milk and Love. Yeah, and, like, again, like, we've seen this time and time again because with, like, Mm -hmm. um, Sammy and, oh, my God, her name just, like, flew out of my brain oh yeah yeah the seven oh project God. yes and so before that they were like a ghost ship and until we meet again oh yeah the si- yeah because she is due's sister right and she's all right and sammy is a friend and so they were like right. a ghost ship in until we meet again and then they got a- and so again mm-hmm. gap isn't the first gl but i would say i would argue it is the first gl that has gotten this much attention right yeah so 
it was always going to be an interesting journey. I remember when the first trailer came out and it was really spicy and the conversation. Yeah, I remember that. that trailer. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, Secret Crush on You was pretty spicy. And so it made sense, I think, for this production company to lean into that too. Which it's so interesting that you say that because I guess that's just those aren't the parts that are we're talking about the show now at this point. We might as well like do the intro stuff before oh, right, we right, do right. this. Yes, yes, yes. I've just realized that like now we're getting into a conversation. It's not just like quippy intro stuff. Okay. It is on YouTube, as is all Idol Factory stuff. It came from Idol Factory. Shout out Saint. It is 12 episodes. Now all 12 are on YouTube. It they, took a hot minute. They had a fan meeting, which they screened the finale, sec- like, secretly. <laughs> they screened it, like, exclusively. So my question about this is, could I have paid? For, because I tried to pay for it. I was like, I'll just subscribe. But, like, it wasn't I, even an option. I don't think it was streamed. Oh, I don't think it was on okay, online okay, option. Okay, okay. Because it was a Philippine fan meeting. So oh. it wasn't even, like, in Thailand. Fascinating. Yeah, so... That was the announcement they made. They were like, it will be available a week later because of promotional activities. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the director, I was looking it up. The director has not really done much. It's a, it's a newer director. But written by a woman. I was about to ask, is it a male director? It's a male director, okay. but the screen uh the screenwriter was a woman interesting yeah i looked into that because i was like i'm curious i yeah i'm very curious about yeah. it yeah uh we have mon played by becky sam played by freen yes and, and then about these characters a whole cast of side characters that we will get to so many kirk how could you betray me like this <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there hang hang i still love you okay synopsis <coughs> Long after Sam first came to Mon's rescue when they were kids, Sam is unambiguously Mon's idol. (laughs) In order to be near her, Mon gets a job working under her. (laughs) Yeah, she did. When they finally meet again at the office, Mon is surprised by her icy exterior, so different from the image she'd had of her and what she herself wants to be. Childhood trauma will do that to you. Mon and Sam aren't just different in demeanor. They stand apart in class, and between them is a gap of eight years. I appreciate that they flat out tell us what the age gap is. Um, That, because in most of these kinds of stories, it's usually, like, ambiguous. It's usually, like, oh, one is older, one is younger. Like, they don't really tell you. Potentially, that's because the name of the show is Gap, and they want to be very clear about all the gaps they have. Right. Because I'm assuming it's, like, age gap, class gap life gap well and in ep 12 like the speech at the wedding um is like she's like i like you filled in the gaps between us like they do use that as well yeah like in the speech of the wedding yeah i do i love that trope of like saying the name of the show in the show show. Mm. yeah this was an interesting show it took me a minute to get into I felt like there were some leaps. I I enjoyed the show overall. I thought the production was really great. It felt like an Idol Factory show. Like, yeah. It was very secret crush yeah. on you. Like, the the drama, the character. There were a fun cast of characters. And, of course, Becky Frayne have great chemistry. They feel really natural together. Mm. I felt like I, I, I didn't like Mon at all. Like, I understand she has childhood trauma i understand she's just going through something 
But it's someone who, and this is very specific to me. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't like Mon or you didn't like Sam? Oh, sorry. I didn't like Sam. Okay. Or Sam, actually. Sam is how it's going because it's three. Yes. (laughs) I didn't like Sam because of my personal bias as someone who isn't a very family-oriented person character things like this frustrate me to watch because I grew up in a very small family and any other family I didn't have like family obligations to people that like I didn't agree with or that didn't support me as a person and so I don't like watching characters on screen who are who feel obligated to family just because they're family like that drives me crazy if you have a any family member who doesn't support you as a person based on like just who you are it drives me crazy when people are like but they're my family so like I have to abandon everything that I care about and believe in and Mm. who I am just to please them and that drives me insane yeah I mean I think that like I definitely drew less frustration for that Mm. I grew up in a very big family like my family is very family oriented like Mm -hmm. you very much like stick it out and do things like for family and with family even yeah. if like you don't necessarily like that family right. member on like a personal level like I have plenty of family members that I don't like on a personal <laughs> level that I still like go and interact with and I do the thing because right. like that's my family but because you family give up is like who you are for them no but I think the, my point right. is that I find it less frustrating because I understand it better because yeah I have a very large family family is very important I was adopted and so I in particular like family is super super important to me because like my family specifically like chose me yeah like they like so I do feel like a duty and obligation like to them and like I was adopted into a family that very much like every member of that family including the extended family chose me like I got adopted and immediately my cousins were like this is my cousin Ayla yeah like there was no like weird transition period and it's the same thing with like my grandparents who like I used to work for my grandparents in college and like my grandfather and I who are not blood related used to get all the time like oh yeah I can tell she's your granddaughter like you look just (laughs) alike and my I papa know, would be like, happened. and my papa would be like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, it, like you. there was no, and so yeah. like, I guess I just like get it, it more that like, and also I will yeah. say like, I've cut family members off. Like I have, like, I have an uncle that like, I just legitimately like, don't speak to anymore. If there are holidays hosted at like my home, like he is not invited and I'm very clear about why, mm-hmm. because like there are some things that like he's a very racist person and just like wouldn't get over it and i was like i was like i am not gonna apologize this but you do understand you probably have more empathy for her situation yes like i do because she (laughs) does also say she's like well my grandmother raised me she's like this is a person even though like she's being an asshole and like she remains the worst even until the end (laughs) like this grandma remains the worst even at the very end she's like even when still the worst she's like you need to have some class about she's like i'll allow you to be lesbian but like you need to have some class about it what the hell she's like at least act appropriate in public and you're like Oh, yes. I mean, like, I guess baby steps. This woman, this woman <laughs> is the worst. But oh. I still do understand, like when Mon or when Sam was like, "Well, she raised me." Like, I get that it's hard for her because sure, she sure. does try, right? Even when she like Nung is probably my favorite person in this whole show. Does? I'm not gonna lie to you. That girl gives 
no. I love Nung. Nung is like, she's lying. Grandma's like lying on the floor dying. And Nung is like, it's a trick. It's a trap. Like, I love Nung. But so, also, like, she calls out Sam when she comes to the hospital. She's like, obviously, you've given up on Mon. Like, yeah. obviously, you've made a choice to, to stick with Grandma. She's like, you're you're a pussy like she fully is just like and you're Sam the worst. Is like my grandma is dying now i do still think sam is flawed and like her at like she chose she like was given a fork in the road and just chose the wrong fork yeah. time after time after time she but likes to play the martyr i do empathize with her a little bit like i don't know that she's playing the martyr i think she's just very matter of fact she's like this is the thing that like i i see she oh my god and it's like very much and she says it Oh my god! Complete I'm having. Thought, just, oh, uh, 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 I'm realizing so many things all at once. It's like that meme of like when the brain like is expanding. Um, okay, so in the ending speech and the wedding speech, she's like, "You turned my world into like shades of gray from black and white." And so Mon is or Sam is very much a black and white kind of person. Mm-hmm. She sees things very black and white. We see this in her dress. She like sa- and so she's very much like when she sees something and she's like, "Okay, this is what needs to be done to solve this." She doesn't see a middle ground there. Like, mm. she is, like, and, that like, you see this in her business acumen, too, that she's, like, she gets a goal. She finds a solution. We're going to do that solution. Right. Like, this is the thing we're going to do. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. She's a driven person. Like, it's not always a bad right. thing. It's not she always starts, a bad personality she trait. Started to, she starts to date Mon, and Kirk is, like, you can't date someone you work with. And she's, like, cool, I'm going to fire her. <laughs> yeah. So she's very much, like, she's very black and white. And so yeah. that's why she was, like, okay, the solution to this is this, and so I'm going to do, like, right. this is the way things have to be. And she 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 almost, like, can't see things in shades right. of gray. Yeah. And so, like, again, I don't think that's necessarily, like, a bad personality trait. I think that with some, it's just frustrating to watch because, like, she's given the choice between black and white, and she chooses the wrong color every time. Yeah. Like. Yeah, true. Yeah, I... Uh, also, Mon was an interesting character because you learn really early on that she idolizes some and that she, like, worships her. So the development of this relationship was always going to be interesting and slightly right. problematic because not only does she put her on a pedestal, but then she goes to work for her. So then you have that weird power the dynamic. power dynamic of it's your boss. Yeah, plus you have the age gap. Like, there were so many, like, interesting dynamics between the two of them. I will say the thing I loved about Mon the most is she's very matter-of-fact, which I think worked. She she saw the world in gray, in, in different shades, but she was very matter-of-fact and honest, right? When she has that whole confrontation with her little with her little best friend, that boyfriend, the uh, friend. The cutest. Yes, who turned out to be actually a pretty well-developed character. When, when he finally was told no in, like, no uncertain terms, he was like, okay, but I can still be your friend. And he, he seemed to be a friend in a very unbiased way. Yeah. And is very supportive with her. But she very much was like, no, no, we're never going to be together. If I have to say you are not my type, <laughs> like, this is not ever going to happen, like, I'll say it. She has no trouble saying right. the word. Although that gets her in trouble, which they – Mon and Sam at the beach frolic have already established their relationship – Yes. And then some in like true zero to a hundred fashion, classic, classic gay couple coupling in storytelling. She's like, okay, let's get married. And Mon is like, 
no, you're, I'm not good enough for you, and then goes away. And you're like, what are we doing here? Yeah, and <laughs> I, yeah. That, that, uh, it made no sense. There, I mean, and I get that she also, though, in that moment was like, it's not that just she thought she wasn't good enough for some, it's that she was like, your grandmother will never be cool with this, right. and I know that you, right, like, really take into account what your grandmother thinks and wants and needs from you and partially it's because like yeah some has gone through stuff right like her sister died right and then her other sister like gallivanted away she went to go paint her painting to go be a painter i mean nung is a boss i love nung like i think nung is amazing i also think she's beautiful i love nung yeah nung is my favorite it is really funny though if you think about it <laughs> the fact the fact that Nung is standing her ground because she wants to paint. Like, you have Sam and Sam who are... Song. Song. Song, Song, who are having to stand up for, like, who they actually are, for, like, their sexuality. Whereas you have Nung is like, I just want to be a painter. I want to be an artist. Like, that's, like... I mean, listen, like, respect. (laughs) Because she fully is, like... She's like, I, and you do see a little bit more at the end where you see this flashback from Sam where Nung teaches her, like, she, the way that they translate it is, like, she teaches her to, like, crack a smile where basically, like, yeah, and she looks so creepy. That whole smile conversation was fascinating. Yeah, she is like, you have to smile when you're not happy right. to fake it to, like, get yourself there. Yeah. To, like, get yourself through those bad feelings. And she's, like, clearly very much, like, living, like, a false like she's just unhappy yeah and then like it comes and that's clearly something that just like stuck with some like it's funny the little things like stick with you as like a kid that you learn from like i obsessively put sunscreen on my hands and i like do a lot of hand lotion because i remember my mom and like some of her friends talking about how they could tell madonna was old because of her hands oh my god i've heard that too you and I a just, person's age by their hands, yeah. For some reason, that just, like, really, that conversation, whatever, just, like, stuck <laughs> in my head that, like, they were like, wow, Madonna's face looks so great, but, like, I can tell she's old because of her hands because she's not, like, all this Funny. stuff. And, like, since then, like, I was like, I'm going to take care of my hands. Like, everybody forgets about the hands. I'm not, like, I literally do, like, face masks, and I take it off, and then I put it on my hands. <gasps> Like, so it's funny, those, like, little things that stick with you. And that was, I thought, a very interesting one for Sam because Sam characteristically never smiles. It's, like, her whole thing is that she, like, looks scary. Yeah. And so it, like, yeah, it's just really interesting. I don't know. I think Nung is a boss. I think Nung is amazing. I think that if painting is the thing that she needed to do to, like, be happy and not be miserable – who who am I to judge what you is worth you standing your ground for in your life? Like whatever you do, you do you know. It's true, and the way that she comes back in and is like, "Sam, you have to, you have to like stand up for who you are." I will say when she shows up, like after Sam has asked her, like, "Come talk to grandmother for me," and Nung is like, "I can't do that because if I do that, like, she's very, she has very well defined boundaries." Yeah. Because she's like, "If I do that, if I come back, then I'm coming back, and like, I can't do that to myself." But then when she shows up and she does show up to help with like the fight with grandmother at the end, yeah, where like everyone's crying and Kirk <laughs> is being the worst. But oh. that whole scene, Sam was so annoying because you've asked Nung to come back and help you fight for your love. And then Sam is just crying in the corner because she's like, I have to 
I have an obligation to my family and my grandmother who's clearly being dramatic and she's dealt with this her whole life. Like, that's the thing is, like, Sam knew exactly what grandma was going to do and she knew she wasn't going to change her. So in that situation, I feel like you have to, like, be who you are. The fact that they made Kirk kind of the savior in that situation was a little annoying. Oh, that Kirk told grandmother, I don't want to get married? Yeah, that Kirk was like, let me come save you. Except that Kirk was the worst because Kirk kind of saved them but like this was like i feel like kirk continued to be demonized throughout the whole thing because like he oh this was frustrating like i do understand (laughs) some because it's like you can charge into something especially when it has to do with family like if you're a family-oriented person and you can like charge into something and be like okay i'm gonna stand my ground i'm gonna do this and then you actually get there in your face with it and it's like a really hard thing to do i think that's true of any situation totally but like kirk kirk fucking kirk i i was a kirk defender i was like kirk is a nice guy yeah. he doesn't know what's go-. like i i was like it's not his fault like i was a kirk defender because i like hang so much like i yeah. like hang and i like his face and i, I just really like hang. hang and i was so i was a kirk defender for the longest i, I think, even i think hang was my favorite from secret crush on you me too i loved him uh i although i did love daisy Yes, Daisy was amazing. Anyways, this is not a secret crush on you, Series Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was a Kirk defender up until the end, up until even up until the point, w- like it wasn't until he was like, "Sam, you have to marry me because like, what kind of life are you gonna have if you're a lesbian?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's when I finally was like, Kirk." You betrayed me because I was a Kirk defender up at like even past the red flags. Like there were red flags and I was still defending Kirk because Kirk is the type of character that doesn't necessarily he's not bad. He's not a bad. He's not a bad person. He just like there's nothing really that you can get mad at him about because he is just who he is. Like even something so far as him being like. You obviously have to marry me because you you have to be married with children, right? Like it's right. It's He's like, so- how can you be a lesbian? Right. It's like a societal thing. It's kind of like it takes me back to like Neo talking about his how sister. he was with his sister, where he was like, it's not that Neo's homophobic. It was just that he was like, yeah, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, go go be a lesbian. Go kiss some girls for a minute, and then like you'll fulfill what you're supposed to do later in life, right? Like it's he, like it it's something that's ingrained in you your whole life that you just. Until you realize, until you realize, like, oh, things don't always have to be the way they've always been. That's when you realize, like, oh, that way of thinking is really archaic, and you don't well, actually like. There's nothing inherently bad about that. It's that we have come to a place where we realize there's diversity and there's different ways of living, and that people are who they are, and that just because we've always done something one way doesn't mean we always have to do it that way, and that it's important to to kind of change your thinking within that process. And so I think with Kirk, at a certain point, he realized it was like, oh, she doesn't have to marry me, not because, like, I don't love her, but because she doesn't love me. And because, like, that – but just because of what she's, quote, unquote, supposed to do doesn't make it the thing that she ha- is going to do. I don't know. I'm a little less forgiving. Like, I think Kirk is the worst. I think even <laughs> when Kirk was, like – grandmother i can't marry her because she's not like no matter how hard i try she's never gonna be happy with me whatever i think that came down to like kirk looking out for kirk not kirk looking out for sam and i think that like you don't think he loved her 
I do, but I think that that came that conversation came out of like he because the way that he even says it mm. is like he's like I will never make sure I I I it was very like me yeah. me me I focus right where he was like my, okay like at this point he's realizing she's never gonna love him right. and so he's like well then I won't be like it's not about her happiness it's about right. his happiness even when he's right. having that conversation and so I do still think he's the worst I also have a little less sympathy for like things like oh that's just how we were taught because like it's 2023 we all have an iphone like we all hold the world in our hands like if you want to you can learn more but also like yes inherent bias is a thing where like if you Mm, were just taught to think one way about something your whole life and nobody points out to you that it's wrong of course you're never going to question like should i be looking this up right because like what would prompt looking those things up it's somebody pointing it out to you which is why it is important to like tell people when something they're doing is racist you don't say it by being like you're a racist but you're Mm -hmm. like you say it like hey i can you tell me why you think about that or like why it is that you've come up with that and then like give them a little history on like why that's wrong like this happens a lot like i'm from texas and so this happens a lot um surrounding like juneteenth because Mm -hmm. like juneteenth exists because like texas actually was the last state that like got the right and so like juneteenth is just something that's always been celebrated in texas because of that but like a lot of the white people in texas don't really know what like what juneteenth is or why like you just know it's something that and like you're never really taught about and so this is just like an example of like this inherent bias around like the way that people talk about juneteenth and the way like because people are like oh, it's Juneteenth, I need to, they'll say things like, better go get my watermelon, which is like a super racist, Mm -hmm. like, statement. And so it isn't until you're like, hey, can you tell me, like, why you feel like you need to get watermelon on Juneteenth? (laughs) Like, and you have to, like, but it's because in their brains, they're like, that's what, I don't know, I always heard my parents, like. Right. And so somebody does have to point it out to you. The problem with Kirk is, like. And you have to unlearn those things. It's not a, it's not a one-time process. But the problem with Kirk is that he, it was explained to him multiple times that, like, she likes the ladies. And mm-hmm. he still was like, but you have to marry me because grandmother said. Well, like, also, why not look at it? Like, I just have – I have very little sympathy for people who, like, But also, you, the thing that frustrated me, too, about Sam is that she never stood up for herself either because you have Mon and Sam getting together and she's like, I'll break up with Kirk when I know I really like you. Or Oh, I that will, did frustrate me, I actually. I break up with you when we, like, do the thing real good. I'm like, oh my th- gosh. does the sex have to be good enough for you to, like, that turn made me gay? That like, made me really real? mad because I love Mon. And so when she was like, yeah, yeah. So she doesn't even, she's like, after they finally have sex because they've done a lot of like edging basically oh my god <laughs> and then, like, oh my god after they finally have sex yeah. she's like okay now i can break up with kirk because like now i know i can be with you and that's a weird thing to say dude and the fact that she like drags mon into the breakup because she breaks up with kirk in front of mon and she's like she's the girl that i'm with and like she uses mon as like almost like her excuse as like her scapegoat when she's like breaking up with kirk she doesn't just say like kirk we're breaking up she like has she has no backbone to be like kirk we're breaking up like i'm telling you we're breaking up she's like this is my girlfriend and some or mon is there like 
why is this like it i think she even says like this isn't about me yeah and it is frustrating because like kirk and mon had a really sweet relationship which is why i was like i was like kirk how dare you betray me like this because like they were very pinong and it was like a very very cute pinong relationship and one weirdly one of the things that made me the most sad in the show was when kirk switched to calling her coon mon from nong mon like it's when yeah. he goes and has the conversation with her and he's like you need to let sam go because right. like mon has moved in with sam like it's after fight the fight with grandmother and mon moves in and we're like we're doing the thing and kirk comes and has a conversation with her and is like you need to let sam go like she has to marry me like all this stuff and he's like he's like kun mon i hate to express this to you and like it just like yeah. it made me so sad that he there was like this himself. loss yeah. of that like very sweet like pinong like friendship relationship. It did make me very sad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh let's talk about the spice because I thought this was hilarious. When they went to go get their nails done, I was like, no, no, that's not gonna work. And then the whole conversation with Jim when she's like, um, before you do the thing, because they're having like they're having like intimacy troubles right and jim is like let me give you the like relaxing juice the, the yes scotch. yes the scotch and then and then she pulls uh sam aside and she's like you guys are gonna need to get rid of those nails those are not gonna be conducive to the situation although i like <laughs> I, that was really I would funny. i would love to know whether or not this is actually true because like <laughs> if, I, if you're a lesbian comment below no truly like i am genuinely curious because I have friends that are lesbians, and, like, they have nails. So, like, there's got to be a way. I mean, I don't know, but, like, I just wonder <laughs> if that's true or not. Yeah. I know. I always make that assumption about men, that if men have longer nails, then they're clearly not straight or that they're not in a relationship because, like, I don't want a man with long nails touching me Like I just, in any form or fashion. I just wonder if it's true or not because, like, also I have a, I have a lot of friends just in general, regardless of sexuality, who have, like, they do the, like, long yeah. nails and, like, is that a sign for, like, don't get close to me? If my nails are done that week, like, I don't want to do the thing. No, I mean, <laughs> listen, I give my sister a hard time. Like, sometimes I'm, like, I give my sister a hard time about her nails. <laughs> but, like, she, like, she does get some pretty inappropriate questions about, like, how do you wipe when you go to the bathroom? Yeah. And she's, like, what do you mean? Like, I have fingertips. Like, what do you mean? You, like. Yes, but they're covered with her giant. Because she has really long nails. She has really long nails. And so, yeah, I can imagine. I, I mean, I have trouble even with like. But no, they're not covered. Longer. It's practice. It all comes down True to practice, too. and so maybe that's their problem is that they hadn't had long nails long enough to have the practice. They have to go watch some because YouTube videos. Also, like after a while, like I used to get long nails, and like I, when I first like will get long nails again, like, I can't type on anything. But then after a while, I pick it back up because like right. yeah, you just you kind of like do this with your hand, like you do this with your fingers oh, when you're typing. Yeah, you you probably work more with like the pads. Yeah, you work with like your finger pads. Yeah. yeah. And it's this, anyways, I'm just very curious to know if that conversation was true or not, because I just feel like there's no way that it's impossible. I just, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, I really appreciated all the secret crush on you placement. That was pretty funny. So much secret crush on you placement. At one point in the very beginning, there's like a fan meeting with Billy and Sang, which I think is my favorite part. Played by Billy and Sang, Played by Billy and Sang, yes. they call them Billy and Sang. They call them Billy and Sang. Which is funny because for the rest of the show, they play secret crush on you, and you're like, interesting. Secret crush on you is like canon. Not canon. It's like, it's a... Mon and Sam live in our world. They're watching Secret Crush on You. Yeah. And they see Billy and Zang. 
This is like Becky and Freen don't exist in this. Right. Yes. I yeah. I really liked the especially because her friend was like, "I would die if he was that close to me," and Mon was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, that was really funny. Uh. I also really appreciate the marriage equality conversation we're having in all these shows. Again, we've talked about this many times, but I think it's one of those things that, like, I think we've gotten to the place where we're like, yes, gays exist, and yes, it's awesome, and they're a part of society, but now they need rights. And now we need – it's not so much about being okay with someone you know being gay, because I think that's where it had to get to. It's like, hey, they deserve to be a human being just like the next person, And it's cool to see these conversations continuously being had because I think that's what has to happen for change to happen. Like you, there has to be a point where like you don't let it go, right? Like the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. I mean, I I do really like the way they had the conversation in this one because like not all of the conversations that they have are done well in these shows, uh, especially around like marriage equality and the way that they framed it up in this one was when song dies Mm -hmm. her partner shows up and is like yeah i like song is in the hospital like she's had this car crash and song's partner is there before the rest of the family and she potentially could have made decisions that could have saved song's life but she legally couldn't and so just like the framing of that i thought was like a very like part of it yeah like they didn't just say it they didn't just talk about it so in what was it recently there was a there was a series recently where they oh it was cutie pie in cutie pie they specifically like have a conversation about like you deserve all the same rights as I. Yeah. Like, if I were in the hospital, like, I want you to be able to make decisions for me. Yeah. Like, they say it. Right. But in this case, they show it. Like, they mm-hmm. show the r- real-life repercussions of that. And yeah. the way that it has repercussions on, like, not just Song and her partner, but, like, Song's whole family. She dies, right? Yeah. Like, over something. that I mean, they don't really say this, but, like, for me, the implication was that, like, she got there first she potentially could have made decisions that would have saved her like you don't know you never know totally yeah i agree um also who was poom who was poom i miss lord lord poom i miss sir poom yes i miss that whole conversation i miss that too shout out saint tell us in the comments if you know who p poom is 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 grandma <laughs> getting is is he grandma's like hot young side so. piece like i don't because grandma doesn't deserve anything good in life and saint would be something really good in your life yeah but maybe that's her her awakening oh because because saint is like hey my parents say this is cool yeah because i feel like yeah we kind of get that conversation where he's like yeah yeah my family loves yeah he's like if they get married my parents say they want to be like invited like all this stuff yeah. and he's like I was I was just in England and like all my gay friends are gay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I know that's the other thing, the royalty aspect of this. I do love that the show explains in the subtitles and in the description kind of the elaborate uh intricacies of why she's called like Kun, Lady Sam. Yeah, Kun Sam. Because that, I guess that's how they translate lady in Thai. Is she just calls her Kun Sam. Like, Mon calls her Kun Sam the whole time, which is very funny. Because it's like, it's kind of like those old movies here where, uh, like, old, old movies where they called each other Mr. and Mrs. whatever. Even though they're, like, 
a couple they're like mr smith and you're like but you're 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 married to him yeah and there's (laughs) i know there's another word i remember at the very first episode they like tell you what the word for like the honor because it's like the honorable lady sam is what she's actually known as um and it's like honorable grandma is what like grandma's name it like she's honorable grandma is how it's like translated yeah yeah i was also fascinated by that because one time like a while ago uh, these like college kids came and volunteered for something i was doing for work and like later on the girl who was organizing them was like yeah that boy's thai royalty and i was like oh that's cool and interesting (laughs) and i remember at the time i had like tried to look it up and like see what the deal with that was and i was like i don't I don't see him in any of these, like, royal photos. Like, I don't get it. And yeah. now I, like, know a little bit more about who this, like, boy was. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think overall I enjoyed this show. I thought it was really well done. I liked all the friends. I liked, I loved the friends. I liked, I liked the development of the characters. I thought they did something really interesting with them. I liked I, the office mates. Yeah, the office mates were fun. I think... I, lo- I definitely preferred Mon over Sam. Sam just, like, never yeah. had redemption in my eyes. Oh, I, see, I didn't think she did anything that needed redemption, like, personally. I just, she was a, a frustrating character. Yeah. Like, in any other series, like, their one half of them is going to be frustrating. True. But, like, she, I never, she never did anything that I felt like she needed redeeming from, for me. hmm Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I didn't understand is, like, why did we gloss over this, like, cheating man? And why are we all still friends with him if he's, like, trying to get it on with everybody in the office and he's married? Like, why are we still friends with him? Like, That was a weird plot point. Yeah. Like, I, that's the only thing that I still have questions. And I want to know who Poom is. Yeah, who's Poom? Who's Poom? Um, okay. Back to our God conversation. <laughs> it's not me it's not me yeah somebody did somebody did comment they were like i love bethany i'm bringing back to god and war you love you out i think that you secretly love god (laughs) and because this happened with mark poom too i was very into mark poom and you were like "Eh, mark poom i don't know like i guess like uh uh-huh i was like (laughs) no mark poom is amazing and i was like really going through it over mark poom i still i still go through it over mark but i was like really going through it over mark poom And then, like, eventually you realize Mark Poom was hot. And, like, that's what's happened with God. I'm telling you, every time I think a boy is cute, every time I like a boy, you're like, uh, I don't know. I'm not into him. I'm telling you, in, like, a month, it's going to, Beth Ann is going to be God world. No, never. In, like, a month. Anyways, my whole point is that if you want to save us from listening to God talk for an hour, suggest an old BL suggest we will be doing the, bad roommate <laughs> in the in between we tell us what you want to hear us do a series sunday on because i'm curious as i to am like curious what shows what are those shows that are like in the quarters of the internet and they can be from anywhere that you want us to talk about we should do a young royals series sunday we've had that request a few times yeah and i just watched it so that would be fun but yeah, yeah give us a suggestion in the in between when a show isn't ending we always have these moments where we're like Oh God, what can we do? We will do Bad Roommate. We will do Bad Roommate. There's no reason not to at this point. I have done so many shows where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch that so we can do the series Sunday. There have been so many shows. But not because I'm like, we have to. No, because you want to and I care about you and I'm like a nice (laughs) friend. You're like actively like, no, I will not do this. (laughs) It's not that I'm actively not doing it. You are. You're like, I'm not going to do that one. If literally, literally, you said to me the other day, if we record that, I'm not going to talk. 
Like, you were, like, gonna take, like, a vow of silence and do, like, a silent protest. And for what? Just to be mean to me. For no other reason. No, as in, like... Like, what's the reason? I won't talk because you will have everything to say. Like, I have nothing to say about it. I don't know what to say about it. That's not true. You had so many opinions while we were watching it. (laughs) I suppose we'll do bad roommate one time. Hateful. Hateful. (laughs) Hateful. Uh, um, so yeah, comment below. Tell us who Poom is. Tell us if. <laughs> Tell us about the nails. I do want to know. I do want to know. Tell us what serious Sunday you want to Is hear. Jim just tripping? Stay tuned this Wednesday to Pond and Poom. Pond and Poom. Look forward to the March release as well. We have some fun surprises. Which will probably be dropped a couple days early because the first of March is on a Wednesday. Right. So like, I think we're going to drop the lineup early. Soon. This has been Let's Talk BL. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk BL.